In these changing times, everyone's looking for their own miracle. What others don't stop to think about is that everyone has a miracle inside of themselves that makes them unique. Your Miracle Resource Podcast is all about spreading the word with these individuals, those that are sharing their unique talents and skills to improve our community. We spot a new Miracle Resource Podcast once a month with our host, Catherine Miracle, and we invite you to subscribe to us and discover these miracles in plain sight all around us. Now, let's join our host, Catherine Miracle, for this month's podcast. Welcome to our show, Your Miracle Resource. Today, I'm talking to you in 2018. So for those on our podcast, as well as those who watch us live, this is a show that is filmed when one in seven women will be diagnosed with breast cancer. I have to tell you that I had the honor and blessing to meet two women who have started an organization that I know 50 years from now, people will say, thank goodness for women who care about breast cancer. They're on the front line of discoveries, and I am so blessed to have them with you. As you listen to their story, please know their hearts are incredibly big, their work is tireless, and they are fighters and they are warriors. So I'm going to ask Susan and Marjorie, Dr. Marjorie, tell me your miracle resource and what happened that took you to this amazing place that you're at in your lives and helping others. Well, it was about six years ago. I was at a very small meeting at the Cleveland Clinic. And Dr. DeCorletto, the head of learner research, said he was going to pass out a very short list of projects that needed attention. So I scanned the list, and there were microscopes, there were medications, and there it was, a breast cancer vaccine. And I knew that this was something I needed to do, but I didn't know what to do. So. I spoke with Dr. DiCarletto and told him I was very interested in getting involved. And so he uh, very kindly uh, gave me the attention of a woman named Susan Sisfari, who was in development. So as we talked, I told her that I wanted to gather women who cared about breast cancer. She said, that's it. That's the name of your group. And I said, oh my gosh. <laughs> and from there... I decided that I needed help. I do nothing without a committee. So Susan, my good friend, was the first person I invited to join our group. And so then I invited two women from the west side of Cleveland who were good friends. And the four of us sat down with Dr. Tui, and that was the start. Susan, would you describe the start? And, and who, can, who can refuse an invitation like that from Marjorie? <laughs> uh, she came to me and said, um, uh, have you heard about this breast cancer vaccine? And I said, I have not. And she said, neither have I. And I had been involved in the sort of the breast cancer community, you know, for a little while. I said, I have not heard about that. She said, I have not either, but this is what's going on. And if anybody's going to make this happen, it's going to be the women, so we need to get busy. So we have, we have been busy since. Congratulations on that amazing beginning. And looking back, do you ever think to yourselves, 
even in the beginning, why isn't there a vaccine? We have a vaccine for everything else. We get a flu shot every year. Why don't we have a vaccine for breast cancer? Did it make you angry? Did it make you frustrated that we're not further ahead? It made me um, annoyed about the fact that there are many uh, vaccines for children, which are very important. Uh, but the women have been put aside because people who are not in the know think that having a um, mastectomy is the cure mm. rather than understanding that it is a terrible, terrible experience. Um, and so when you look at treatment, we have um, surgery, we have chemotherapy, and we have radiation, all of which are very painful mm -hmm. and awesome experiences. And so I think that sometimes people are so eager to help that they think treatment is the quick answer. Mm -hmm. But if they know someone who's gone through any one of those three, they know that that is not the answer. And so um, Dr. Tui's vaccine is the answer. And so prevention is the cure, is his mantra, mm -hmm. which we have learned to say over and over, <laughs> that is the answer. Um, and so we continue to work. Um, Susan, maybe you'd like to tell some of the fundraising events we've had. Well, just a, just days. a piggyback on what on what you said. Um, Vince will tell you that in order to win a win a game, if you're going to win a football game, you have to have both offense and defense. That's right. So we're not saying that the treatments are not important because obviously they are. But instead of waiting for the cancer to arrive and then beat it to death. How about if we prevent it from coming in the first place? And if we can do that, then we don't have to go through some of the painful things that people have, have had to go through. So um, in terms of fundraisers, we've had some wonderful um, opportunities with um, especially the Greek women that Marjorie is so much a part of um, have been wonderful. We've had you know style shows and luncheons, and um, she has spoken to several of the organizations. They've done um, a great job. We had, wasn't really a fundraiser, but it was a um, education piece that we did at IdeaStream um, about a year ago. And that was fabulous. There was a panel from around the country actually that came together and uh, spoke with Dr. Tui about um, how prevention is definitely possible. This is not something that's kind of out there that um, is not possible and that we should be looking at vaccines for adults. As, as adults, we, we need our immune system to be kicked up a little bit. So um, those, those opportunities have been um, terrific for us to kind of get the word out about what's going on. So for everyone listening on podcast and um, listening live, you know that our Facebook page has that interview, that VIZ interview, which you just worked so hard on. And that was an incredible interview. Ramona Robinson was your yes. facilitator moderator through that. And that Facebook page contains a lot of information, including a link for fundraising. There's also a new website. Congratulations on that. That's Thank exciting. You. That has the link. So as 2019 begins at the time of this podcast and show, what do you need from our audience? How can they help? They're listening and realizing what you've built is amazing, but how can people help you? What do you need? We need women to gather their friends in small groups um, and to offer education. And the most important thing they need to talk about are mammograms. 
Um, the other thing that was in the Idea Stream program was lifestyle. And that means um, that if you are watching your weight, if you are watching your alcohol consumption, and you are exercising, you have perhaps as much of a, as a 50% chance of avoiding breast cancer. And so the lifestyle issue was brought up by Dr. Cuomo during the uh, program we had. The other thing is, is the funding. So our, our work has two aspects. Um, education is number one, learn everything you can. And the other is philanthropy and fundraising. So get together 10 women and ask them for a gift of $10, $15, something modest, and say we need many, many small donations. Of course, we'll get a few major ones, um, but right now we're continuing our fundraising for Dr. Tui and his progress. So they can go right to the Facebook page. They can go to the website. The link is the same. Mm -hmm. And those small gifts matter. So oh. audiences, we're looking toward the holidays. Think about how you can help this amazing organization. Great present for yes. the women um, in your life. That's great, right. Great present. In honor of them, in memory mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your why. Why? Why is this so important to you? We know one in seven, and we've lost many friends along the way. So why? What is your why? My why um, came from uh, the political world we live in now. And the why is that as citizens of this country, we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so when a woman gets diagnosed, especially with uh, later stages of breast cancer, she may lose her life, she may lose her liberty. And not only does she become unhappy, but also all those who love her. And so it's the pain and suffering um, that I have seen, I have known, uh, that make me want women to escape from breast cancer. And um, the other day, one of my dear friends who happens to be a physician, she was diagnosed, but because it was early, uh, her chances of total recovery are enormous. And so that's the big education uh, message that, that drives us to, to let women feel that they can be responsible uh, for their own health. Um, so, Susan, what would you have on that? Well, issue? I think, um, as you said, one in seven women are going to be mm -hmm. diagnosed, which is just amazing. So all of us know people who have gone through this experience. Um, and so uh, that obviously drives the why. Um, also, if you ever go to any sort of a, an event that is for survivors and you notice how young they are becoming. Yes. That's the other why. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because on the one hand you go, oh my gosh, there are so many survivors. But on the other hand you go, yay, good, there are so many survivors. So that if we do catch this quickly and women are so good at taking care of everybody else, we need to take care of ourselves. So um, getting those mammograms early and um, knowing that when it's caught early, there's a great opportunity to just kind of kick this disease to the curb. That's right. 
And the myths need to go away. The myths of, well, no one in my family has had it, or I can skip my mammogram for six months. When we look at what we believe, that is a change in behavior. So as I look at your organization, I see that strong educational component, especially through the WVIZ interview and the Facebook and the website, all of that. And then, of course, the fundraising. But anything else you have for our audience that you would love to share with them? Because as you are all listening, think about the women in your life and the men. I read an article <clears throat> recently about a man who had found in his right breast a lump. Six months later, his wife in her right breast had a lump. Both of them going through this. So tell our audience what else you have to share. Well, you mentioned... Um the myths of, well, nobody in my family has mm -hmm. it. Really very little of the breast cancer, maybe 10%, is hereditary. Mm -hmm. So you need to be um, very aware of your body. And yes, men get breast cancer. And the unfortunate thing for men is that they don't think they can get it. This is like, this is crazy. And so they don't deal with a lump. And it tend the breast cancer tends to get um, further along with men. So that's the difficult part. So women, you know, if your man has a lump on his breast, have him take care of it quickly. Yes. So, Good. Yeah. Well said. I think what's important, um, and this came out with Oprah's message the other day, <laughs> and it's woman power, and that women have the power to support the vaccine, to get people to, to have it used when it's finally out, but it, it impacts every generation. Uh, one of the things we'll be doing in the new year is interviewing a trio of women, uh, the grandmother who's a member of our coalition, her daughter who is a physician and had early dress, uh, breast cancer, and then the granddaughter who is the volunteer who's doing our website. So all three generations are connecting. Wow. So there's no age group that doesn't have a way of participating. That's powerful because sometimes people perceive that breast cancer is, you know, someone over 50 or in their 60s to find this mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So with Dr. Tui, because we definitely need to talk yes, to yes, about Dr. Dr. Tui. Yes. Uh, Dr. Vincent Tui is right here at the Cleveland Clinic. And Women Who Care About Breast Cancer, the fundraising goes to his research so for audience and podcast members, please know, right here in Cleveland, Ohio, and again, I worked for March of Dimes for years and years, and we would talk about Dr. Jonas Salk and think about the Salk vaccine and how it saved so many lives. Think about Cleveland, Ohio, and Dr. Vincent Tui and this breast cancer vaccine saving so many lives. I like to think ahead. 50 years from now, people will look back and say, you know, thank goodness the two of you started this and took that risk. So I would like to challenge you live. I did not prepare this, so I'm surprising both of my guests. <laughs> and Dr. Marjorie has all of her notes, and she's very organized. I believe that we need a Vincent circle. And I think the Vincent circle for Dr. Vincent Tui would be when you get a group of five to ten women together, as Dr. Marjorie suggested, and make that gift. Make that gift before the end of the year. That Vincent circle for Dr. Vincent Tui. This is a man who works tirelessly and he will be the first to tell you he likes to be in the lab, he likes to work on the vaccine. He has you guys to do the <laughs> spokesperson role. But that Vincent circle, find five friends, everyone. 
put that through our Facebook and we will post that on the Women Who Care About Breast Cancer Facebook over this uh, time period. But that Vincent Circle, friends to really push for this vaccine. I know for my daughter, I want this vaccine. I know for me, I'm already older, but for those who would be, again, getting that vaccine, think about what we can do for our grandchildren, what we can do for our daughters, for our sons. It's powerful. So yes. Vincent Circle. Love that. Okay, good. Love that. <laughs> um, I think it's a good name. Another possibility I would suggest um, is choosing between the Vincent Circle and prevention because Dr. Oh, Tui is telling us mm -hmm. that he wants not publicity. He wants this to be the women taking care of women and that he wants us to create a women's movement that is apolitical. It's not about Democrats. It's not about Republicans. It's about wanting us all to be very healthy. Um, so you could, uh, whatever name the group picks, Prevention, Vincent Circle, um, but he really um, is modest in a very powerful and humble way. That's right, a movement. So thinking about a movement, that would entail having maybe five to 10 friends who not only give, but we check on each other. When exactly. was your mammogram? How's your husband doing? How's your family doing? This is a great idea, and I agree with you. He is very modest, mm -hmm. and so that movement needs to be about us helping each other. Very good. What did we forget? What did you want to discuss with our audience that maybe I forgot to ask you? Well, I think we um, I think we covered an awful lot of it. I think the important thing is is to listen to your body, pay attention to what's going on, get it taken care of quickly if there is something, get your circle of friends together um, and um, support what is happening right here in Cleveland. I think the circle of friends I is do. a very powerful idea. <laughs> as soon as you idea. said it, so I agree. Um, women helping women and women knowing when, when they're in that circle, they can tell the most personal information that will stay in the group. Mm -hmm. It won't be a gossipy thing. It'll be a faith and hope as their target. I think you just created it, that circle of friends movement. So for audience members, you know that we have our book club upcoming and shortly we'll have a visual. Thank you. Our visual shows that in the month of December to December 31st, we're reading Discovering Your Dawn. And I'd like to add to that, that circle of friends. If you're reading with other people, please tell them about the circle of friends and helping each other. Let's make it more than a book club. Let's do more of helping each other. And then we will begin in January. All of our Your Strategic Personal Brand, chapter by chapter, we'll go through that book together. So I want to thank you. And thank you very much for being here. The Circle of Friends begins. That's awesome. Thank That's you. Wonderful. And congratulations thank for you. everything you do. And for our audience members, keep those comments coming. We like hearing from you. Thank you very much for your votes for the Clapper Awards. Thanks for believing in our show. And thanks for being here today. Have a great day. Thank you. Your Miracle Resource Podcast is sponsored by Miracle Resources, LLC. Miracle Resources is an award-winning, full-service marketing, public relations, and training firm that assists companies in establishing and building their brands. Our training can be conducted in person and remotely, and we invite you to learn more at MiracleResources.com. We look forward to seeing you subscribe and join us for our next episode.